Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? Gronk's curtain call. Rob Gronkowski hanging up. I, I don't think he's done, but if he is done, then where do we put him amongst all-time great tight ends? Even if he comes back, does it matter? Can he move up that list at all with another curtain call with Tom Brady and the Bucks? So we're going to explore that. A little lightning love, Tampa Bay Lightning, looking for their third straight Stanley Cup. If they win it, where does it put them amongst the greatest franchises slash teams in sports today? Are they number one? Are they ahead of the Warriors? We're going to look at that. And also, oh boy, Deshaun's decision. I have Watson going to walk when it comes to settling these off the field transgressions. The NFL is going to suspend him. It's just a question of how many games. He has 20 of the 24, I guess, accusers paid off now. That's what he's bribed him to be quiet. So what next? And why the Browns can't trade Baker Mayfield now. And why Baker Mayfield should just hang tight. I think it's the best of both worlds here for both of them if they don't move it. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio, and network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Instagram, at Harp on Sports Twitter. Harp on Sports, the bar, via the auditory route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. On top of that, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, and HarpOnSports.com. I look back on Rob Gronkowski's career, and if this is his curtain call, then it is. Do I think he's done? No. I don't. I think training camp starts. You get to about the second preseason game and Grant goes, oh, all right, I'll be back. Dude's a physical specimen. He's going to stay in great shape. And if he misses training camp, so what? This is one of these things now where he is in his career. He doesn't need to show up. I call it the Daniel LaRusso Karate Kid 3 rule where Daniel LaRusso gets to skip the tournament in Karate Kid 3 and gets to come back and just fight in the championship match. That's kind of where we are here. It's kind of where we are with Rob Gronkowski, Brett Favre was here at the end of his career. I don't know what good it does for them to go through a whole preseason. I don't. These guys get worn down so much, and Gronk always misses a couple games because of injury anyway. So uh, I don't think we've seen the last of him. If we have, looking at uh, Gronk's career, he's got 9,286 yards, 92 touchdowns. Now, why would it matter? It's strictly a numbers game with him. If he comes back and replicates a season close to a year ago from what he had last year, then Rob Gronkowski is going to finish with 10,000 yards and a hundred touchdowns. So it's just, these aren't holy numbers. It's not like 3000 hits and 500 home runs. I guess it would be right. Baseball's 300 wins. Although nobody's getting there anymore. At least Verlander may be the last one that has a shot. Justin Verlander. But I look at Gronk, he gets to 10,000 yards and 100 touchdowns. Uh, okay, I guess, I guess that's the closest thing we have to those numbers. I don't even know what that would be in the NBA. What would 25,000 points, 20,000 points? I don't, I don't know what that holy number is now. But I can tell you this, you know, even if he doesn't come back, uh, okay, where do you put him? Well, to me, to me, from what I've seen, 
Rob Gronkowski is just right behind Tony Gonzalez all time. And coming back and playing another year and getting to 10,000 and 100, it doesn't put him above Tony Gonzalez. Gronk would have to play four or five more years to, to challenge Tony Gonzalez in terms of career numbers. Now, he's won more Super Bowls. What's Gronk won? Three? So, Tony, did Tony ever even get to one? I don't think Tony ever even got to one. So, it's a different mindset. Now, what this does do, if Gronk does walk away, is it allows other guys to track him down. The Travis Kelseys of the world. And let's face it, that's the comp career-wise, right? Kelsey has one. Gronk has three. When it comes to rings. Now, the difference between those two is what? Well, the difference is... Tom Brady throwing to Gronk, where you've had Patrick Mahomes throwing to Kelsey, but Kelsey also had Alex Smith throwing to him, right? So, you know, if Kelsey plays four or five more years, he's going to blow Gronk's numbers out of the water. But the question is, does he get to three Super Bowls to match him there? And that's what that debate's going to be. But all in all, look, no matter how long, if Gronk played for four or five more years, I, I still don't think he tracks down Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez's ability to pass or the pass block, his ability to run block, his ability to run routes. Let's face it, Tony Gonzalez reinvented that position. He did. He reinvented that position. Now, when it comes to Gronkowski, he, he can no matter what, I think this is his last year, even if he decides to come back. What what does my gut tell me? My gut tells me he plays. My gut tells me we get to week two of the preseason. He's like, you know what? I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. And look, if he doesn't come back with the, if I don't want to come back with the Bucks, I don't see him coming back anywhere else. The only other place that I could remotely see him coming back. And again, I don't know if the Bucks. the only other place that he'd really have a chance to win a Super Bowl would be Kansas City, right? But he and Kelsey on the field at the same time, yikes. But, you know, you look, maybe Buffalo, but if you're going to come back anywhere, you're going to come back with the Bucks. That division, the Saints step back, right? The Panthers, who knows where they are? The Falcons, Bucks going to walk away with that division. Walk away with it. That division may be over the first week of December. So, again, Gronk's curtain call. The only reason to come back, to chase the ring, get 10,000 yards as a career, 100 touchdowns. You want to have a nice little, ah, oh, look what he did. But in terms of all-time greatness, I, I, I put him at two. I put him at two from that as we shift a little bit. And, and I think this is an interesting discussion in terms of modern day greatness. You know, you go back and look at any decade and you start to compare and contrast. Let's face it in American sports in the nineties, in the nineties, the bulls were the top franchise, you know, in, in the Braves had a good run in baseball and the Yankees at the end of the decade Yankees won, what, two World Series, three World Series? They won in, what, 96, 98, 99, right? So the Yankees win their World Series at the end of the decade. The Bulls win six championships. In the NFL in the 90s, Cowboys won three Super Bowls. But th those are the three best franchises, weren't they? They were. And then you start talking, like, if you want to start going down the path of college football, the team in the 90s in college football was what? Well, Florida State won two titles in college football in the 90s. Nebraska won a pair of titles. Wouldn't Nebraska win three titles? Nebraska won three titles in the 90s, right? So Nebraska would be your team of the 90s in college football. Nebraska, Florida State right there. You go to the aughts, the 2000s. Who would it be then? Well, what would the Spurs win? The Spurs, Spurs won, the Lakers won three at the end. It'd be the Lakers. Lakers won four titles, right, in the 90s? Four? 
three at the beginning, one at the end with Kobe. So it would be the Lakers decade. Spurs won three. It'd be basketball. Baseball belonged to who? Would the Red Sox win three World Series? No, they won two. Right? Red Sox won two World Series in that decade. So you start to go through the decades and try to figure out who's the team. Would the Giants win two, three that decade? So you start to go through and you start to check those boxes, right? Well, who, who belongs here? Hockey? I mean, then you get to the next decade where the Blackhawks won a couple. The 2000s were skewed. College football in the 2000s, who did it belong to? You'd say Southern Cal, but at the end of the day, they only had two titles to show for it, and one got taken away. So you go through and do this, and with the Lightning today, where the Lightning are today, to me, regardless if they win or lose, they're two in terms of the best franchises in sports today. If they win three in a row, it's like, wow, okay, they've won three in a row. If they lose, I don't think it... The debate that you would have would be what? It'd be Golden State or the Lightning. Now, the Lightning will have won three in a row. They'll have reinvented themselves multiple times, but the Warriors reinvented themselves too. Different sport, I get it. But to me, even if the Lightning do come back and win it, I'd still put Golden State one. And if if the Lightning do, if they get beat, then they're number two. And look, you can talk me into either of those. You really can. You can talk me into either. If you say, Seth, the Lightning are number one. They've won three in a row. No team has won the Stanley Cup three straight times since the Islanders. Okay. You got me. We can, we can, you can sell me on that, but I'd put the Warriors number one. Why? Because I look at how much tougher the Western Conference is. In the NBA title to win four, wow. In terms of the best team slash franchises in sports today. So I'd go Warriors one, Lightning two, three. It's still Alabama in football. It's still Alabama in football. You know, we can sit here and talk, well, Georgia. Well, Georgia's won one. I, they've knocked on the door. But to me, Bama is still that team. They still are. And I've got a list of people that are waiting. But on that podium right now, the Warriors have the gold medal around their neck. The Lightning have the silver. And Bama has the bronze. In terms of the three best franchises slash teams in sports. Now I'm talking about popular sports. I'm talking about men's sports. You get into the minutia here. If you start bringing in a, a extra sports, like, well, what about track and field? What about basketball? What uh, college basketball? I tried to find one. I think if you do this list two or three years ago, you have Villanova on that list, but Jay Wright's retiring. So it's, it's, it's a different world in basketball. I, you know, I, I don't know who you'd put on here, at least collegiate basketball wise. You know, if you, if, if you do this, 10 years ago, the UConn women's basketball is on there. But no, gold medal, three best franchises, teams in sports, Golden State, Lightning and Hockey, and Bama and football. Now, who's knocking on the door? Who's, who's next on that podium? I've got the Dodgers in baseball. The Dodgers won a World Series two years ago. They go to the NLCS last year. They lose to the Braves. The Dodgers win another World Series. Then all of a sudden, and, and Bama doesn't win a national title. Then all of a sudden, the Dodgers are like, hey, man. And, and they move into that, that spot. But I've got the Dodgers in baseball, UGA in football, Clemson in football. You know, we sit here and everybody's like, Clemson's done. Clemson's two years removed from playing for the national title. It was just a couple years ago that they lost to LSU in the national championship game. And then last year, two years ago, they lose to what, Ohio State? So in the playoff, and Clemson doesn't make the playoff. Okay, well, Clemson and Georgia are right there. Would surprise anybody if Clemson made it back to the playoff this year? Wouldn't surprise me. They come back and they make the playoff and they win the damn thing? Wow. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a second here. Then you got to start to ask yourself, does Clemson displace Alabama? 
It'll be their, what, their third title in six years? Third, third title in seven years? So it's amazing how quickly this thing can pivot. It can turn on a dime. So, you know, Georgia and Alabama, or Georgia and Clemson, still right there. I have the Dodgers. Uh, Super Bowl, the Rams. If the Rams win a Super Bowl, all of a sudden it's like, oh boy. Okay. If the Bucks would win a Super Bowl, I, I think Brady would walk off into the sunset. So I, I, the best franchise in sports, the minute Brady leaves, it's done. The Rams got to a Super Bowl, lost it with golf. A couple of years later, gets there and wins it with Stafford. So the Rams are still intact. Aaron Donald's the heart and soul of that. So we mentioned the top three franchises, teams in sports. Golden State one, Lightning two. Even if the Lightning lose, still number two. And Bama three. I think Clemson, Georgia, college football saying, hey, what about us? The Dodgers and baseball. Basketball, other than the Warriors, there really isn't anybody. There really isn't. Who would it be? I mean, if, if the if the Bucs would have gotten to the NBA Finals and lost instead of the Celtics, and the Bucs came back next year and won, then you could maybe talk me into that, but no. And you're not going to knock the Warriors off that list. Mentioned the Dodgers with the World Series run. College basketball, I don't think there is one. I think you said Villanova a couple years ago, but no. So that's how I line up. A little lightning love. And again, if they win the Stanley Cup, you can talk me into them. Oh, Seth, look, they're better than the Warriors. They've won three in a row. Yeah, okay, yeah, Reese, yeah, you could you could kind of talk me into that. But regardless, it's Lightning 1, Warriors 2, or Warriors 1, Lightning 2. You know, 2-1, two, there's nobody else. Nobody else. No, Georgia doesn't go above Alabama. Now, if Georgia win another national title in college football this year, then you get to start making that, you know, that distinction. But let's not forget, Alabama did beat them last year in the regular season, right? Or in the NCC championship game. And lost two of their best players to injuries. So let's... Georgia's the new king. I, I, I <laughs> Not yet. Alabama's got the returning Heisman. Cha- I mean, they're going to be fine. Going to be fine. One to wrap with this. Oh, boy. The Deshaun dilemma. The Watson walk. Deshaun Watson settling 20 of the 24. Or is it 26? You lose track. <laughs> when, you're, when you're over five in anything, that's a lot. Over five in anything in sports is a lot. It is. And the fact that we have over 20 women accusing him of this, the fact that he settled 20 of them, and sometimes you settle things just to make them go away. But I have a hard time believing 26 women are lying. And just because it's settled doesn't mean it doesn't carry weight, right? They settled the Ray Rice that wasn't prosecuted, and he still did it. Now, was it in his best interest to do this? Yes. It's in, it's in his best interest to get this over with as quickly as possible. Not that people forget, but pay him, walk away. That's the advice. That, like, he should have been doing this from the beginning, but he didn't. And now he's settling. But you're the Browns. What do you do? Because the NFL is going to suspend him. If you're the Browns, you can't trade Baker Mayfield. And if you're Baker Mayfield, as mad as you are, as furious as you are, it's still a decent team. And do you feel betrayed? Yeah. Are you angry? Yep. But what teams are they talking about trading you to, Baker? Seahawks? We're going to go out there and get bludgeoned? Where, where, where are they going to trade you? Carolina? Pfft. Pass. Matt Rule going to be in the final year there, maybe? Nope. No. Seattle rebuilding? Nope. As mad as Baker Mayfield is, he's doing everything right. He's staying away and he's being quiet. And think about this from the Browns' perspective. The NFL is going to suspend 
Deshaun Watson. They just are. They just are. And if I were Baker Mayfield, you go in and this is what you tell him. You're like, look, as long as he's not around, I'll be here because I'm a professional. And then you go out and it, can you imagine if Baker Mayfield goes like four and one or five and one without Deshaun Watson? Or better yet, let's say he's suspended for the year and you lead him to like the playoffs or deep into the playoffs. Could you imagine if Deshaun Watson's suspended for the year and Baker Mayfield wins him a Super Bowl? <laughs> oh my God. And the Texans have got to be the, the big winner in all. And it's ugly and you don't like to point to winners and losers, but the big winner in all this is the Texans. But the biggest winner in all of it could end up being Baker Mayfield. And again, if you're Baker Mayfield, this is one of these things that sucks because they broke up with you but they still want you to go on a date with them to a wedding. Like, I don't want to be seen with you. You dump me. I, oh. Boy. And again, it, I'd get it. I'd get it. If there were a marquee team out there and look like if the dolphins were interested in Baker Mayfield, one piece away, like a, lot, a year ago, two years ago, if the Rams were interested in you, I get it. But the teams that are interested in you are who the lions, not really who who's interested in you. The, the, the Panthers, maybe, the Seahawks, okay, this is one of those things that's the best thing for Baker Mayfield to do is nothing right now. And when they find out what happens with Deshaun Watson, your Baker Mayfield just show up. And look, when the press asks you questions, you're like, hey, look, I'm the quarterback of this team today. I, don't, I do not know what the future holds. I don't. They traded all this for him. I get it. Deshaun's not here right now. I'm the quarterback of this team. What do you want to know? You know, and you, if you answer this all truthfully out of the gate and you don't dodge it, you're fine. If you're Baker, yeah, it upset me when they traded for him. You bet it would. But he's not the quarterback today. I am. He is. I am. We'll see what the future holds, but I'm the quarterback today. And if you're the Browns and Baker Mayfield goes and balls out, then what do you have? Then you then you get to week five or six, you got a decision on your hands if Deshaun comes back. I don't see any way Deshaun Watson is suspended less than eight games. I don't. I don't see any way suspended less than eight games. And if you're Baker Mayfield, you go out and you go six and one, six and two in those games, and then they're going to bring him back. Then you kind of look at the Browns and go, hey, look, I've done everything you've asked of me. If you bring him back, you, 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 you got to put me on the pup. You, you got to put me on the list that you have to deactivate me. Then if you're Baker Mayfield, you hold all the cards at that point. And think about when he gets to the offseason, because the Browns won't be able to resign him. Baker Mayfield can, you know, any questions, and I don't know how many questions there are about him, and I get it. I mean, I'm telling you things that it would be tough for me to do in situations, but I've been burned by management a couple times. Say one thing, do another, couple things. Oh, yeah. Mislead, you bet I have over my career. I've never shared any of that with you, and I never will. You have to share everything with everybody. And here's a chance for Deshaun Watson no matter what happens to this Deshaun, Deshaun Watson situation, a chance for Baker Mayfield to reinvent himself and think about what next year looks like. If that, if that is that, if that's what happens, Baker Mayfield finds himself in one of two situations going into next year. If he comes in, takes the high road with this Watson thing and gets through this season and has success with Cleveland, Deshaun Watson gets to pick. Does he go into Tampa and start right away? Does he go into the Dolphins and start right away? Where, where do I want to go and start immediately? He'd have his pick of where he wants to go. Where do I want to go? Pretty cool thing, huh? We'll see what he does. But the Browns, you got to try to mend that. And the best thing 
Right now, Cleveland, don't you dare trade him. They're not going to. Cleveland doesn't trade him. And Baker Mayfield, all you got to do is keep, stay in shape, sit back, chill out, see where this goes. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio, network, Twitter, Instagram, at Harp on Sports. Podcast, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast. Harp on Sports, Facebook page, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel, and harponsports.com. Going to update. We got articles coming out weekly now on harponsports.com. If you haven't checked out the page yet, go ahead and swing by and check her out. There you go. And remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Phone with your friends.